doing it for the love. What is it? I'm going to talk about a couple things, but this all sparked from something that you may not you may not know yet, um, because it is in the vlog coming up that hasn't dropped yet. But it has to do with work. That that's what kind of sparked this whole thing was that um, I have been applying for teaching positions and uh, there was one that I interviewed for that I thought the interview went incredibly well and just kind of, it was exactly what I wanted. It was what I'm really passionate about. I thought it was a really great fit and uh, I didn't end up getting that job and I started spiraling because it just, it's, it just goes deeper beyond just not getting that job. Um, it's, yeah, there's a lot of other stuff behind that. And also future stuff of like, well, what, what am I going to do for work? Um, what kind of compromise should I be making when I've got nine years of school and $60,000 in student loan debt behind like training and education for doing what I want to do, what I'm really passionate about doing, what I think I'm good at and, and have seen the fruits of that, um, how beneficial it was to me as a person and also getting direct live feedback from students on how they felt about um, being in my class and things and just like, yeah, and from admin and staff and whatever else, right? So um, it's not just something that I want to do and I'm delusional about the fact that I'm not good at it. Um, it's, it's that I, I believe that it is something that I also do well and want to continue to learn how to do better anyway and i was just thinking about about this man like why is it so crazy that i want to do something i'm passionate about right why is it so crazy that i want to sustain my 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 life um i, I want to make ends meet by doing something that i'm passionate about it is still work it's a lot less work for me to it feels like less work. It, it doesn't take as much of an emotional or mental toll on me to do something that I'm passionate about. I think that makes sense for most people, but some people really, I mean, I also was just listening to this oldies playlist that I have and um, I think it was Loverboy working for the weekend came on and I was like, yeah, that's that for a long time. Like that was the approach of like, you do work, not because you're passionate about it. You do work to make money, to feed yourself, to have a place to stay, clothes, meet those needs, and then your hobbies or your um, interests or relaxation or play or whatever, that comes after work. It's not related to work. You're not getting your emotional or mental needs met at work, in other words. You're only getting them met in downtime. But there's this cycle, and again, everyone's different, but like, I would need more emotional, mental needs met if I'm not getting them met at work. I would need more time outside of work just to like cope with work. If I am working doing something that, that I don't love, it takes a toll on me. And that's just how I am. Some people can just get through doing what they do. They just do it. They clock in, they clock out, and it's going through the motions. And I don't want to do that. Um, I think part of this also has to do with that romantic notion um, in, in the sense of like the art movement of, of, of romanticism of just like, 
yeah, I want more out of life. I want to do things I'm passionate about. I want to experience love as much as I can. Um, I want to have art in my life in many different ways, with conversations and and when at work and at, with friends and whatever. I want to live and breathe those things. I, I want a certain quality of life, right? And I think that for so long, some people, it was just the standard that, yeah, you do this job you hate, you clock in, you clock out, and then you try to do the things you love outside of that. But again, it can create this really negative cycle that work in itself is impacting you so much that you need more time to get away from work and you can't maybe put that into your passions and do your woodworking on the side or your art or whatever it is. You also have like, you want to keep up relationships with your family and friends. And like, there's not enough time, right? But for me, I also just found like when I was teaching art, I I didn't, when I had a full-time contract teaching art, I didn't have as much time to get to the studio. It's not a job where you clock in and out. It's like being on call in a certain way and just how you want to manage your time. But it's not just within school hours. It's a lot of work, but I was happy doing that work. I got a lot back from doing that work. Um, It fed me. It didn't drain me. Like I I just, I learned a lot and and just, it, it was really beneficial for me as a person. I just, yeah. I found also that I didn't need to get to the studio to create as much because I was having creative and artistic conversations with students. And that fed some of my need, that it wasn't all just about creating. When am I gonna go to the studio and paint? When am I gonna paint? I don't have time to paint. I had a lot less time to do that, but I didn't need to as much because I was having those conversations and learning things in the classroom with students. So anyway, going back, I just don't, it's one of those weird things that like, my mentality and culturally with with age and this era that I've grown up in is like tells me or I've been taught or conditioned or whatever that that I should be able to do something that I love to maintain my life. Some people, even though they are my age and grew up in the same era, maybe slightly different family culture or or community culture. That they're like, no, you just, whatever, you pick a trade, you just do it, it doesn't matter if you like it or not, you, you make money, and then you go fishing on the weekend, and that's it. I need more than that. I just do. Um, and I'm at a point in my life where it's like, I have done so much work to get to a place where I'm still not. I'm not where I want to be, and I have put in so much work. And I don't want to go down that rabbit hole, but like, I just think, again, with, with things like, it's interesting that not even a hundred years ago in the same place, like just like being in Southern Alberta, Canada, like that culture was so different with like marriage and work were those two things I was thinking about was that you pick a life partner or you pick a, a spouse and it's not about love. It wasn't about love. It was about, you just need to start a family. This is what people do. It's like going through the motions. You, you, that's what you do. And you're doing it because everyone else does it, which is a stupid reason to do anything. It's that whole thing of uh, peer pressure and uh, um, tradition for tradition's sake, which is peer <laughs> peer pressure from dead people. Uh, going through the motions, doing that because that's what you're supposed to do. And then like you're picking someone just because what proximity, because they're close to you, because you like their body. If you're attracted to that, like um, because you think that, yeah, they'll be a good cook and a good mother. So 
That's a, it's not, it wasn't about love. And for, in some cultures, it's still not. It's about compatibility with certain things, but not about chemistry. And it's not as much about love. It's about, yeah, this made sense because the two families, there's so many different things. I mean, whether two families meet and decide, like, we want you to be together because you want to, our families will be more powerful, a union now, and we'll, it'll benefit the families more than it'll benefit you two individuals. Again, not about love, but same thing with work. Just those things just weren't about love. And I just feel like, man, I don't think I, because I'm just thinking like, man, what if I just, whatever, I'll just go and I'll just do a trade and I'll just make amount. Here's the thing. I need a job that does make a certain amount of money because I have a certain amount of debt from working, from working towards the job that I can't seem to get. So like, I, but I, I need a certain amount of compensation in order to just sustain my life. And that, that I can't do that working on minimum wage. And it's not because my lifestyle is so lavish. It's because I have all this debt from going to school, obtaining degrees to get into the field where if I got that job, I could start paying that debt back and still live comfortably. But I can't, I can't do that on a minimum wage job. Even if that job that's where I get stuck. Even if that job is something that I found beneficial to me or I was passionate about, now it can't just be that because I also need to pay off debt. I also need to pay off debt and be able to like not be homeless. <laughs> like, um, yeah, this thing's going off the rails, but I don't think it's that crazy to want to be in relationships for love. I don't think it's that crazy to want to have an occupation that you love and love being at work. I think that you do a lot better work when you're invested in the work because you want to be there for the right reasons. You're not just there for a paycheck, doing the minimum so that you don't get fired, right? Or, or just doing stuff to get a promotion just to get more money, right? Or doing things for even your workplace so that they make more money, which depending on the business, that's their purpose, right? But like, no, doing doing things that benefit other people, that benefit whatever your, your job is, your work description, all that stuff, benefiting you, the relationships you have with people. And like, that's the thing. If you see stuff happening at work, you should be able to call that out. You should be able to, again, for the benefit of society and yourself, be in a comfortable work environment that's healthy where you can challenge other people, which is a whole other step. But like, I think, again, that, that being comfortable in your relationships, being comfortable in your workplace I don't think that's this crazy thing, but I understand that for some people it is. And it's to me, that just blows my mind. Like it shouldn't be this, this really, I, I don't think that my desires are so out of pocket. Like they're, they're not, they're not extreme desires that, that you, you, you just want it all. You just want more than you can have. And, and, and you just, well, then, I, then again, it's, they're proving me right or proving me wrong, or whatever. Like, I, I am wanting more than I can have because I can't seem to get that thing, which I think is a noble pursuit. And and I, I'm not able to achieve that. But <laughs> I don't think it's that ridiculous or extreme of a desire to want to make enough money to be comfortable doing something you love to do where you believe it benefits you and those around you and, and being productive and healthy and positive. Because it doesn't benefit me or anyone around me or my community for me to work in a, in a job that I hate that 
that I can't contribute properly, positively in my community and culture because I'm so busy recovering from the mental and emotional taxation that comes along with doing a job I hate just to maintain my life with food, clothing, and shelter. 